0: It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Well, welcome back to Beyond the Building. Laura, we are enjoying this Reads Bible Study Tool series that we've been doing called Equipped for march and april it is i don't know has it changed your quiet time in some absolutely. specific way
1: oh my goodness honestly i'm just finding myself every time i open the bible saying okay okay so what's next like what's what next? do you want to say what's the application yeah absolutely. that's right Love that's it. right
0: if this is your first time tuning in to beyond the building we will just ask you right now go back and listen first To episode 92 which is the introduction to this reads bible study tool read is an acronym for uh, read examine application dialogue and seen in the spirit don't google it you won't find it this is a special tool my my father um, kurt kahn put together uh, in his own quiet times i'd say 15 20 years ago and it laura this is my primary tool for everything that i teach uh, in my quiet time and it has been transformative in the way that I uh, approach the word of God and I think cuz it's so personal you're know, getting mm-hmm. something personal from the Lord. Yes. So in this 2 month series March and April we we're calling it equipped because really to be able to handle the word of God accurately you need to be able to equip yourself with a good Bible study tool. A good way of being able to not only study the word but then hear the Holy Spirit speak to you personally how this applies to your life. And so today we are we, you and I have both spent time in our own quiet times looking at the parable of the sower and the four soils. We're going to be looking at Matthew 13, one to 23. Um, and here's the fun thing. We have no idea what the other person is going to share. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's been very spontaneous. It's yes. very fun. So Laura, it's a big chunk of scripture. So why don't You know Matthew thirteen one to three one to twenty three. How about I'm just going to start off with some highlights from the front end of this this portion of scripture, and then you fill in the back end, and then we'll go from there. Sounds good. As you as you read through there, this is the parable Jesus is telling about the farmer who goes out to sow seed uh, in the fields, and there's four. there's four kinds of ground that the seed gets thrown onto. The first one is the pathway. It's hard. It's like a hard soil. And it says that the seed is sown, but the birds come along right away and just eat the seed right up. But then he throws seed on the rocky soil and that that ground has a little bit of soil and it, the seed quickly grows, but then because there's not any depth to it, when the heat of the day comes, it just burns out. The, the, the plant is gone. Then there's a third there's the third ground that is the thorny ground and it says the seed grows you know a little plant grows but it's not too long before uh, it gets choked out by the the thorns that are around there and this doesn't last too long and finally there's good soil the seed that is sown and planted and nourished in the good uh, soil grows 10 60 or 30 times you know the size of the crop that was that was planted and so when I read that, I have to tell you as a little, I'm going to give you a little heads up, Laura. That's where I got stuck. Mm-hmm. I the Lord was just drawing me to this mm-hmm. soil, and I'm excited to share with you what He was given to me. But why don't you run? Else is in this passage of scripture.
1: Absolutely. Well, right after Jesus shares um, this parable with a crowd he goes to talking just to his disciples because uh in verse 10 we see that his disciples start to ask him some questions and they go into a conversation and and i just love you know just kind of as a brief overview here the disciples are kind of like why do you always have to speak in these hard to understand parables and (laughs) jesus goes into this amazing conversation with the disciples about why he chooses to speak in parables why certain hearts receive what he has to say and why certain hearts don't receive what he has to say and to be very honest with you Deb this is where I got uh this is where I landed as I opened up the word in this in this part here and that really goes all the way up to verse 18. it's Jesus and just the disciples dialoguing why Jesus decides to speak in the way he does and why some people hear it and why some people don't and then he goes on to interpret the parable for the disciples and he says I'm, it, you may think it's hard to understand at the moment. I'm just going to tell you exactly what it means. Like the seed is the word of God. The farmer goes out to spread it. And like you just talked about the four different soils, every time the seed hits a heart, right, a heart that is hard. The heart is going to respond in a certain way the seed isn't going to be able to take growth because it's a a rocky place or it's a place that's full of weeds or it's a place that's dry whatever it might be given the four different kinds of soils uh jesus is saying the seed is my word and the the soil is the the human heart and so it takes good soil somebody who has a, a heart open to the kingdom a kingdom of God in order for the seed to take plant and for the the plant to grow and for that person to walk in a correct relationship with God.
0: Well, Laura, I am, I got to tell you, I'm excited to hear why you're drawn to those particular verses because I, he took me to the soil. I got, you know, I'm, you know me, I'm not the, quite the gardener that many people <laughs> <laughs> people are, I'm definitely not the person, although I'm learning, right? I am learning. So I actually started doing some Google. I just started Googling about soil, good soil. Um, cause I really don't know anything about it, to be honest with you. Um, I know that there are Things that you can add to your soil that's supposed to help. But I think I have burnt out some plants in the years because I've <laughs> been overly zealous with my uh my extra ingredients. But I was drawn to this concept of good soil. And so one of the things that I learned is that there's topsoil that you you continue to put down year after year. There's subsoil and then there's the rocks. There's different layers. Um, and so there's a Buying the right topsoil is important. And again, this is clueless to me. Some people might be saying, I thought this was common sense, but it wasn't for me. You know, you can get like the cheapest brand, which is the economy topsoil. It's uh, it's it's contains weeds. It contains Mm. roots. It's like never been filtered. That is probably what I've purchased. And then there's. (laughs) General purpose topsoil, which is what you use in gardens, right? It's like what you put down before you put turf down. And that has been filtered some. And then there's this thing called premium topsoil, and it is void of weeds, like no weeds in it. And this is what you use for your vegetable or your flowers that you're going to put in shows. So, well, right there, obviously, that's not what I've I've purchased. So as I began (laughs) to look at these different soils on the path, where the seed was thrown, there was no topsoil. It was just, it was just hard. It was just hard dirt. So no wonder nothing grew. And then you had the rocky. So it said it had a little bit of soil. Well, that doesn't have any topsoil as Mm. well. And then you have the thorny soil, which has thorns and weeds. And they're saying like, that's that economy one that you can purchase that already comes, (laughs) comes with weeds just what you want. But it's, it's that good, rich topsoil is the one that has profuse growth that uh, comes out of it. And so I, I was really drawn. The Lord was just saying, Debbie, we need to look at your topsoil. We need to look at what is the bed of soil in your heart that when the seed is being planted, um, you know, what do you have? And I started thinking about what does that topsoil represent in my life? It could be the foundation of belief systems that have come from my parents Mm -hmm. and then the church family that was instructing me when I was younger. Each of us is born into a family that has a particular characteristic of the spiritual topsoil foundation that's been there. But here's the thing, we are responsible now of continuing to improving our topsoil. It's kind of like if you spend a lot of money and you have this gardener come in and prepare your topsoil for this bed of flowers that you're gonna have, well, the next year and the next year and the next year, you have to go back to that top soil and you have to refresh it and you have to pull out any weeds or anything that's gotten that's grown that shouldn't be there. You don't it's not one and done. It's just it, it's a continual process that you need to focus on. So regardless of where you are in your walk with Christ right now, regardless of you know, actually now I'm actually stepping Laura. Now I'm stepping out of the exam and I'm starting to look an application. But this all was in my my I mind if gotcha. I was, you know, yep. It's okay to break some rules, right? <laughs> but anyhow, I was really I was really stuck on this. Um, the idea that you don't just put topsoil down once, it's going to be a continual process. And that is really what you do with your garden. And that's something that we're going to have to start doing. Um, so why don't I stop there for a moment and then let you jump into where in the examined part, right? Where we're looking for key thoughts or phrases or truths. What, what were you drawn to?
1: Okay. I have to tell you, I think it's so interesting, Debbie, because I think that the Lord's leading us in the same direction but with different parts of the passage. And I think that's really, really interesting because um, I kind of looked at that. This is a very, very long day for Jesus, Matthew 13. Like this day uh, started out at the beginning of Matthew chapter 12. And if we were to look, it's on a Saturday, the the Passion Translation says, this is a very long Saturday. Jesus has been with these people. He's been talking, he's been teaching, he's been casting out demons. All this kind of stuff has happened. And it's, it's a really long day. And he goes... And he's encountered by this great big group of people and he he tells a a parable but one of the things that i love about jesus is while he's also referencing you know the the crowds he's also talking to just the 12. and so we see in verse chapter 10 i'm sorry chapter 13 verse 10 the disciples hear the parable and one of the things that i love about them is they're like can you tell us what it means instead of saying can you tell us what it means they're like Why do you keep talking like this? Like (laughs) we cannot figure out what you're trying to say. Why do you keep talking like this? Okay, so Debbie, I have to read what the word says here. In verse 11, Jesus explains, you've been given the intimate experience of insight into the hidden truths and mysteries of the revelation of the heaven's kingdom, but they have not. For everyone who listens with an open heart will receive progressively more revelation until he has more than enough and so i i see jesus here hearing the question where they're saying why 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 do you have to speak all this way and jesus is saying i have to speak all of this way because even you you have been given the intimate experience of the hidden truths And because you are open to what i have to say you will receive progressively more revelation but then he says but there are others who do not have teachable hearts and even the understanding that they think they have will be taken from them and so he's saying i'm going to continue to speak in this way and those who have the hidden insight they're going to be given more revelation and those whose hearts are unteachable will not receive more revelation to come now now see where this is going right we go back to the four soils and we think about this conversation that Jesus is having they're saying why do you have to speak this way and Jesus is kind of shifting it back to even what you were just talking about with the parable of the soil and so many times with this parable and and I I do think it's true these are the four different kinds of hearts who can hear the word, receive the word, or not the receive the word and be changed by it. But I like what you just said, and this is really what I have written down in my journal. It's not just about the four different kinds of hearts. It's the four different conditions of my heart, right? It's the mm-hmm. four different conditions of the disciple's heart at that moment. And so I feel like he's saying, Jesus is saying to them, I'm going to speak this parable to everybody, and I want you to know you've been given hidden truth in what I'm speaking to you here. And there are moments where your heart can be hard. And there are moments where your heart can be full of weeds. And Mm. there are moments where your heart can be hard so that you can't take the truth that I'm giving you and go down deep with it. But he was saying, I want you to have progressively more revelation. So you've been given an intimate experience with me. And I feel like this is what God's kind of saying through this passage to each one of us. When we know Jesus, we've been given an intimate experience with him. Everyone who receives and listens will get more revelation, but our hearts can become unteachable. Mm. And then he says, I I do too. In verse 18, he says, now you are ready to listen to the revelation that I have. And he goes on to expound on the parable. And what happens in between there? Jesus says, there are people who have eyes, but they can't see. And there are people who have ears, but they can't hear. There are people who have closed themselves off to the gospel. And there are people who have closed their ears or their eyes off to the gospel. And Jesus is saying that as you open up your ears and open up your eyes to the things that I am trying to say to your heart with open ears and open eyes, then you will be ready to receive the revelation that I have for you in the parable. You know, if I were to bring this all down just to a few couple of thoughts from my explanation here, I feel like the, the points of examination that I received from this is there are those who have ears to hear and those who don't. There are hidden truths that God puts out there but depending on the condition of our heart at that moment we will receive the revelation from it or we will not but there is a way where we can be ready and we can receive the revelation that he has for us how many times i love this reads anyway because i feel like this is a tool for tilling soil
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because how many times do we do we open up the bible and we're saying like like back in 92 right We're not getting anything out of this. Right. And I feel like this is where we kind of look at the Bible and we say, why do you always speak this way, Jesus? God, why do you always tell stories about war in the Old Testament or, Mm -hmm. you know, something else in the New Testament? I don't get what you're saying. And I feel like Jesus is saying the hidden truths are right there. Right. You just have to have the right soil, like you said. Open your eyes, open your ears, and now you're ready to listen. That that was my examination.
0: You can have a pastor give one message and have a, the whole congregation come out and go, that was amazing. Boy, that was yes. deep. And somebody else comes out and go, I have no clue what he was talking about.
1: Yes. Yes. And, and
0: it, it's, it's because you're saying it's the condition of the heart. Yep. You know, God just continued that tilling of the soil, right? God's saying spiritually Debbie, the top soil that needs to be filtered through the things that are the weeds and the rocks spiritually in our lives. You know, when I have unforgiveness in my heart, that's like a rock that growth grows so far and then it hits this rock and it can't go further. And when I walk through forgiveness, when I deal with bitterness in my heart, it's like an explosion that blows open and now growth is happening, Yep. but, but unforgiveness and better bitterness was a rock. I think weeds, right? What are things that choke? the growth that's there. I think they are the lies that I believe about myself, uh, about God. These are false beliefs, you know, where I need to be able to trust what the word of God says is true, but sometimes your experience or what somebody has taught you in the past, um, it twists it, you know, and it makes it inaccurate. And it's like Satan, he twisted things to try to confuse um, people in the Bible. Like, did God really say that, you know? And I think that's what can trip you up. And then yep. he was really clear in verse 22. He said, the seed that fell among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, choke the word, making it unfruitful. We get mm. sidetracked. Mm. When we have priorities greater than our obedience to Christ, they will immediately start to choke out yep. the word. So you, yep. all, you have to sil- you have to filter through the soil to make sure you're removing those things. But then you also need to add Ingredients, right? There's ingredient, and don't ask me what they are in real soil, but there's, <laughs> it, there are some important ingredients, right? That will—it's like the Miracle Grow concept, you know—it's going to help your plants. And I think that is exactly what this reads Bible study tool does, because we talked about the the logos word, right? The written word, but the rhema word is that Amen. Holy Spirit infused like revelation for what you're, how to apply this in your life. And when you are taking the time to hear the Holy spirit, give you that Rhema word for you, it's like supercharging that environment for growth and everything changes at that point.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Amen. And as you're speaking, and as I'm thinking about uh, the Lord speaking to his disciples saying, everyone who listens will receive more revelation Right? Yeah. If your soil is right, you're going to have more revelation. It was just like I, I just had a, a picture in my mind just now of when I was a teacher in fifth grade, and I'm standing in front of the classroom. There's 25 kids behind desks, and I am either speaking Bible or math or history, right? I am pouring revelation into 25 people, and in those 25 people, there are how many who hey. are, right, <laughs> playing with something in their desk? Right. How many of them are thinking about what they're going to do on the playground? How many of them are thinking about they're angry at the person sitting next to them? And how many people are really tuned in to what the teacher is saying? Probably two.
0: Probably two. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Right. But the interesting thing is it it's proven by the questions that are asked. Mm-hmm. Right. When you say, OK, I've got a question and and nobody has the right answer. It's because they didn't receive the revelation that was being given to the crowd. And right. so even as you look at this picture with the plants and and Jesus saying to those who were his students, his learners, he's saying, if you listen, if you focus in right, you won't be distracted by what's in the desk or tempted right. by the weeds mm-hmm. or the person that's next to you. You mm-hmm. will be all in focused on the revelation I have to give you. In fact, when we go to verse 18, it's like. Like Jesus is saying, now come on into the classroom, take your seat, now you are ready to listen to the revelation I have. And sometimes I wonder, um, when we aren't receiving revelation from the Lord, right, is it because we're not paying attention, we're not sitting at the desk, we're too distracted, or has he been speaking the whole time, right? Has he been speaking mm-hmm. revelation, and, and we're missing it? because right. we'd rather be distracted about what we're going to do at the playground. Right. And um and that's what I'm that's my personal takeaway from this was what are the disciples hearts doing in this moment? Like mm-hmm. how are how are they receiving and Jesus even with his closest still went to the to the effort to say you guys you listen to me all the time. Mm-hmm. Like but you got to break through to the next level. Now you I have your full attention. Right. Now Right. Right. So that, that, I love what you're sharing there. I just love it. All right. Application. So it's an (laughs) application.
0: So, so application is where you kind of start off your sentence with, I need to remember and you don't overcomplicate it. It's kind of like, what's your key takeaway. So for me, I need to remember that my ability to grow, to mature and to step into where God is calling me is dependent upon my faithfulness to check my top soil health and to address immediately Anything that needs to be removed or added. That was my application.
1: I like it. Mine is I need to remember that even good soil is prone to rocks, weeds, and dry seasons.
0: Mm.
1: And, you know, for me, I mean, that just says it. That's a kind of
0: a one bang there for me. Just kind of like remember. So then we move on to dialogue. That's where you just invite the Holy Spirit. Well, Father, what Father, what do you want to say to me? So you and I are just going to literally read from our journals, right? It's going to sound like we're reading. We are reading, right? Because <laughs> this is this is not teaching, this is reading. Debbie, there is a season of growing for you that is coming where you are going to feel stretched. Growth is going to challenge your willingness to step into places where you are not comfortable. This is a season right now that is new for you. And you need to really focus on your topsoil, that foundation and your obedience and your surrender to be right in the middle of my will for where you are presently right now. You need to pay attention to your topsoil. You will need greater nourishment for what is coming. And presently, your soil is not ready. Your willingness and your commitment to listen to really, really listen To me is more critical that now than ever before. I am your soil expert. So daily, I want to. I'm going to take a sample of your soil every day, and I'm going to report back to you what needs to go, what needs to be released, what needs to be added. I know what seeds I have already planted and what soil that they will require. I tell you. They will drain your resources more than you've ever been used to before. So you are entering a season of really preparing the soil for future growth. You do not want the next season of growth. I know this is amazing because I actually journaled this a while ago and you and I are laughing because this is so where I am right now. Yes, yes, yes. It goes on, Laura. But wait, there's more. You don't want the next season of growth to begin without having your soil ready. Or as in the parable of the four soils, your growth will be choked or it will be burned up from the heat. Wow. (laughs) Am I ready? Am I ready for that? I wrote that (laughs) even as I was writing that I was like, good gravy. That's a lot. I don't know Uh, if I,
1: it is a lot, but I think it's just like uh, what Jesus was saying to the disciples, Deb. Yeah. It's a lot, but you're ready to receive it. Mm-hmm. Right? Because your eyes are open, your ears are open. You're ready to receive what he has for you because the revelation is clear. Mm-hmm. And, and that, it's almost like you got the whole the whole thing about the soil. And then Jesus is saying, like, Debbie, you're my disciple. Right? Right. right. So you're ready. All right. right. So mine isn't quite as long, but it, uh, it says, Laura, I want you to know that as the farmer, I've been scattering seed on the path of your heart. You are privileged to have intimate understanding of kingdom truth. Now it is your job to tend the soil. Watch out for the dry seasons. Remove the hard places. Pull out the weeds. There are deeper kingdom truths to be revealed." And so I asked the Lord, you know, where are rocks in my soil? And he said, there are no rocks currently. I was like, Mm. okay. And then he said, your soil has weeds. Mm. These are the things, Deb, well, you know, right? These are the things that we kind of go, wow, okay. Your soil has weeds things that are choking uh, that are choking your your time choking the flow and you have felt it I continued to ask him for more direction uh, Deb and honestly I'm not going to read the rest of it because I feel like there were specifics for me in my life personally that I need to work through but uh, at the end it was um, it's time to remove the weeds keep your eyes open for what I call a weed mmm and I think that there's a lot there, Debbie. Even as as you and I kind of have almost a similar theme there, but right. very different but similar, um, is that you know weeds are anything that is choking out what's supposed to be growing in the soil, right? right, right. Weed doesn't mean that there's something bad going on necessarily, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Could be, but uh, yeah. So that was my my dialogue
0: there, and and wow, you know, my just in terms of seeing the spirit this that actually came for me earlier as I was describing what these different soils look like, the different so- top soils. I really just began to see that uh, my, got like a, like a thin layer of topsoil. That was a pretty healthy topsoil. I, I saw it needed to be like twice as thick, mm, mm. right? Twice as thick, twice as nourished, mm. twice as filtered. It's almost comparing what was good to it's gotta be better.
1: Mm right Mm
0: -hmm. in order to prepare for what god is planting for the future Mm -hmm. that even though this has been the right amount like a thickness of topsoil at this point has been adequate for what i've been involved in at this point in my life something is coming there's a new season coming that i need to add some more topsoil. i need to Mm -hmm. clean it out some more i need to increase some nutrition in there and then he will allow me to start to grow. Mm -hmm. So it was more like a, a thin mattress versus a thick mattress, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. of topsoil, and that's what I was seeing. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, what I saw was a calendar and, and a cell phone right next to each other. And, um, just really felt like the Lord was saying, you've only been given so much time.
0: What are you going to do
1: with it? And, uh, you know, pull out the weeds from the calendar and also put down the phone because those are some of the distractions I think in my life, Mm -hmm. uh, Things on the calendar that don't need to be there and mm-hmm. uh and and distractions on the, the phone that I don't need to go to. <laughs> right, right. So that is that is that is um really where my heart landed. Well, we would love to hear from you because you know that this is all about like our collective quiet times as a, a beyond the building community. Uh, if you guys have had the opportunity to check out Matthew 13, 1 to 23, uh write on our um, facebook page or wherever you'd like to email us at Conference at gmail.com because we'd love to hear what god has been speaking to your heart um in reference to this passage we're going to be looking next week at mark uh 6 30 to 44 and we would love to hear from you why don't you join us in this get ready for next week get your journal out check out mark 6 uh, 30 to 44 and we would love to see what god speaks to your heart um, as you read through those same passages as well. It is a way uh, where God speaks in, amazing, uh, in amazingly personal ways to us, just like he did to the disciples about this particular parable. And we aren't going to get there on our own, right? We need the Holy Spirit to point it out for us. So I'm grateful for what God's spoken to each of our hearts today, Deb, to our listeners. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you guys next week uh, as we head into Mark chapter 6. So God bless you. Have a great week as you spend time in the Word of God. um, And we will talk to you then. Take care. All right. Thanks, everybody.
0: We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more.